Welcome back to the Bad Venture Club. Bad Venture Club. Whoa. It's a tabletop role-playing podcast where we get together and play Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, I was about to say this week I'm joined by every week I'm joined by yeah. <laughs> my players. I'm Cade and I'm the, the quest master. Uh, I'm Sadie and I play Esme. My name is Jordan and I play Chris. I'm John and I inhabit I was wrong. Yikes. He, he inhabits you. Yeah. I'm Skylar and I am Alistair. Awesome. Uh, it's been a while, everyone. It's I'm been glad, a long time. Glad to see you all back. It's you left us day without you, my friend. <laughs> for for those of you listening at home, we record in batches of like three or four episodes. And I think the last time we were all together playing Dungeons and Dragons was like two months ago. Spilling all our That's secrets. So crazy. I mean, I don't remember anything about Chris. Who's he? Chris I don't even dead. know. <laughs> uh, he's he's unfamiliar to me. To the phone right now. Um, so yeah, we're getting back into it. If we if we forget the rules. Uh, just be patient. Don't scream at your headphones. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll edit that stuff out when we forget the rules. Yeah, yeah. Unless <laughs> and I'll just voice over of like exactly what we meant to say. We'll just leave a long pause and then I'll just voice over, doing my best impression of each of you. That's what you do every episode, right? When I forget the rules. Yeah. Okay, I would actually okay. just like you to to voice you. Yeah. Can you just actually yes. do everybody? Yeah. Can you just yeah, play all fine. of us? Okay. It's fine. I'll just play Dungeons and Dragons by myself. Kate will be talking Welcome to Welcome to Kate's himself. podcast. He, he voices everyone. He knows just what's going to happen. screams into the void. Slowly loses his sanity. Maybe this has been Kate the whole time. Maybe he's You'd really good know. at different voices. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? <laughs> <laughs> Where are your parents? Uh, okay. I don't have a question prepared. I'm sorry. I'm, get back into our I'm, I'm woefully unprepared. Yeah. Um, why don't Why don't you tell me your character's favorite childhood memory? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's Chris's was apparently the time he drank a bunch of ginger ale with lemon lemonade. Oh, with lemonade. It's freaking good. I tell yeah. you what. Do you, there's some in the fridge if you want one. Maybe later. It's a treat if I do. <laughs> I hope you don't edit that out. That would be. I hope be you nice do. for the listeners. <laughs> ears. Assault our listeners with a belt. <laughs> like, jump scare. You just like pause and you like you like burp trigger warning. I'll maybe just I'll just clip it and I'll use it as a sound effect. Sick. Dude. For like when we meet a when we meet a up giant a, troll or something. With dirty Mike's like cousin. Curse. <laughs> any anytime Skylar curses, and I have to bleep it out with a burp. Just put in Jordan's burp. It's amazing. I don't know which is worse. Yeah. I would take the cussing every every time. It's really funny, yeah. Uh, so, Sadie, why don't you tell us what Esme's favorite childhood memory is? Um, I think Esme's favorite childhood memory was she was with her adopted parents um, walking through the streets of Alfsir, and she got to kind of where the main, like, busking center, sorry, street performer center of the... <laughs> Thank you. Sarah. If if everyone learns one thing from this podcast, it will be what the word what busking, busking means. is. I, I will I will single handedly bring this word back. I will tell. I happily will tell you that I taught someone what busking was yesterday. That makes me feel Pay so proud. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so where that kind of main thing goes down, and um, she was entranced immediately, and she was you know watching them, and one of the performers came and handed her her first set of maracas. <gasps> And it was just barbing. Love at first shake. She's like, that's 10 bucks. (laughs) She's like, no, they're not free. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. how dare you guys ruin my beautiful, streets. heartwarming story? This little rat who stole it. Yeah. I just have one question. Did you shake it off? Shut up, John. It was actually Shake Sonora, but whatever. Uh, I was going to make a joke about Shake It by Metro Station, but. Ooh, <laughs> so all of us back. had different ones. I love that. All right, what what, what is uh, Chris's favorite childhood memory? Um, Chris's favorite childhood memory was one time he was shoot. I was going to choose between two things. This is why we need to prepare this. Um, <laughs> no, so he remembered the first time his dad like read him a story, right? So just just time with his dad. Just time with his dad. He's freaking boring. Adorable. He sucks. Yeah, Adorkable. He's a big dork. But when he was little. When he was little, he had like nightmares and his dad would come in his room and read him stories. And that was the, the first time he read a story like about adventuring and like stuff like that. So. Nice. Cute. What about Cal? Uh, Cal's favorite childhood memory is from a time when he went with his. So Cal's dad is the chief. Um, so they occasionally his dad would have to go off and do business or whatever. Uh, so Cal's favorite memory is one time everybody went with him. They, they were going up uh, to visit um, a neighboring clan and kind of settle some business or whatever. And they kind of also turned it into a little, like, family road trip. I guess family dragons on a caravan trip. And it was fun. Everybody had a good time. And it was there's no drama. And that's uh, not the most interesting answer, but I'm sticking to it. <laughs> what about Alistair? Alistair's <clears throat> favorite childhood memory is the annual festival that takes place in Halvaria. Um, however, since the the union, or what are we calling that? Sorry. Oh, with the Dragon War? Yeah. The Great, the, the great, the great War. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it hasn't been as, like, like, the festival hasn't been as, like, exuberant and fun and, as it normally was, but it was still one of his favorite memories because the parents would take him to his festival. He gets to eat all the fun snacks and his mom would, like, on a cool little magic show and yeah she, she would do like an impromptu magic show on the street yeah oh cool because like, she can use magic so sure she, actually the she, card like, game him. the card game magic <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> one day you're gonna need to know this game <laughs> one day fantasy magic. someone named talon will come to you <laughs> a, a warlock <laughs> you will need to beat him at this game all right. Um, and then, John, I believe it is your turn to summarize. Yes, I think so. What happened last episode? Um, all right. So we quite a bit happened uh, since we've been down in this here cave. So we had a chit chat with Ironbeard, who volunteered to go with us um, down into the cave. And it actually ended up being pretty thought provoking. So Ironbeard was talking to us and he was kind of challenging some of our worldviews a little bit. I mean, you know, we've, at least especially Cal has gone into this thinking it's pretty black and white. And, you know, Ironbeard was like, look, like if you thought about maybe if you're, you know, you're on this mission, you're collecting these artifacts. What if that's not right? Like, what if you're not really, that's not a good thing to do. You're not on the right path. I don't know. Something to think about. Uh, we didn't really trust him a whole lot, uh, but he talked about how there was some, Funny business um, with the Dragon King, how his sister disappeared and uh, under mysterious circumstances, at least. And then as a show of good faith, he delivered a or he gave bequeathed a pin 
to <laughs> Esme as a show of good faith, and he instructed us to show that to Lucy back at the saturated shrimp if we survive. Uh, and then that's a good caveat. <laughs> yeah, it's like it might not matter. <laughs> uh, well, because the next part happened right after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we ventured deeper down into the uh, what'd you call it? What's it called again? The deep. The deep. Uh, that's right. I'm like the emptiness. Oh, we, yeah. we ventured deeper. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> the something. The something. Probably a good word. Ominous. The depths. Yeah. So we so we went into uh, the deep further. Found some water. And uh, we found kind of a pool with like a waterfall and uh, Cal sensed a real spooky bad thing in the bottom of it. There was a bunch of dwarves there who were like clambering and trying to get in. And and They're just standing uh, there, weren't they? They were all standing at the edge of the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting. And we tied them up. I feel like and pulled yeah, we did, out, did yeah, we no, pull we down their pants? <laughs> yeah, we tied all their shoelaces together. No, but we did tie we did tie them up. We I feel like we pulled down their pants. If we pulled down their pants, Kate, just cut that audio in here. <laughs> yeah, tell I don't them. think we did. I think we talked about it. We're okay. like, that'd be so funny if, but we are on a job. Well, listeners, yeah. if the pants are down, but then all of a sudden they're up now, that's Kate's fault. That's that was the magic <laughs> of the water. That yeah, the giant wave. The wave pulled all their pants up. <laughs> yeah, As their waves pants do. Up. The giant. You don't know. It's a different world. The giant. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure you just tied them all together. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. But so the wave came up, and it probably and we had to do uh, a saving throw. Some of us made it. Some of us didn't. Some of us got pushed back to the spawn point. Was it because I threw a, ro- a rock in there? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You threw a rock. Yeah. Well, we were just like do. I just need to get some action going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, you did it. You did the same. Sometimes you just got to throw a rock. And then the cutscene started, and we're just ready to go. Okay. I did it for my male audience. <laughs> hey, hey, throwing Thanks. a rock. Yeah. Cool. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably created that? some sick waves. How oh, big? wait, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, how big was that splash? Oh, it's probably so satisfying, too. Freaking gnarly. <laughs> so satisfying, I'm sure. Okay. Chris, Ironbeard, and a couple of the dwarves. All of them. That was all. Of them. Oh, was it up. all of them? They're all tied together. Oh yeah, duh. Of course, by their pants. <laughs> their pants got pushed up, and they all got pushed uh, out and back up, kind of the tunnel a little bit. I think we decided it was like a hundred yards that, that you were all pushed. Spawn point. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna have you guys roll initiative. Ooh. Alrighty. Didn't we? Did we roll initiative? I thought we did. If we, we did, I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I thought he said that's where we'll end. Okay, no. Just take the better of the two. I don't have initiative written down here. I don't think we Which did. I feel like I would have written it down. Right. I'm pretty sure we just ended it. He's rolling a lot of initiatives, guys. Just two. Your dice are so So does beef. that mean it has advantage on initiative? No. Uh, Probably rolling for the dwarves. Uh, uh, they suck. Should have, we should have pulled their pants down. But they all are all tied together. <laughs> They're tied well, together. Which is funny. if we pulled their pants down, Kate has also made a cannon that the wave pushed it back up. Right, so. right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm going to pants them again anyway. Kate knew that that was the secret to beating the dwarves. So he's like, I'm not going to give it to them that easy. You their pants are back Kate's on. <laughs> you solved the pants puzzle. Congrats. We really should be pantsing more people. <laughs> you, know, you know what Listen, our podcast is missing, guys? I'm pretty sure. Listen. Think about it. You're in a fight with somebody and they pull your pants down. What are you going to do? At the very least, surprise round. Yeah. Chris has got a point. I mean, Jordan's got a point. Or you can knock him prone more easily, maybe. Oh, you can push him over. If you get two actions. Yeah, we'll tabletop him. Sneak up. Okay, sneak up behind him. Pants him. Push him down. I'll get on my knees. Hands and knees. You'll tabletop him. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go. Oh, man. This game is so easy. Is this metagaming? (laughs) 
Are we planning too much? We're just yeah, ha- you are. We're just having a psychic just... conversation about pushing people down. Like okay. Middle what did you guys get? A 12. I got a 16. <laughs> uh, Cal got a 17. 10. 10. Okay. <laughs> Always picking the characters with really low initiative. Bonus. And I'm the one who's got minus one. <laughs> you have minus one. Yeah, I rolled an 18 minus one 17. Oh, minus yeah. one to initiative. I gotta fix that. Let's go. Do we level up if we don't die? Guess yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> Kate told me in a secret meeting that we'll level up. So. Oh. Was that was that that Patreon meeting? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. That's a Patreon content where you and Kate talk about what's happening. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe you're not a patron yet, John. That's crazy. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> real. Gonna participate until he subscribes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No freaking way, dude. You're not gonna get my money. <laughs> it is. It is a scam. Tommy. Okay. Um. So, first in the order is gonna be Cal. So, Cal, you are in the stone chamber yeah and all you see in front of you is the pond or the the pool of water with the waterfall crashing into it mm-hmm. uh and the water has gone back to its undisturbed state so nothing what? came out it's just like a big barf of water that threw us away I uh, nothing had nothing is there mm, okay interesting well I'm going to use an action as soon as I find the one I want to do. So here's what Cal's going to do. Because uh, I can't see anything, right? Correct. Well, you can see. So you've got the waterfall crashing down into the pool. Mm-hmm. And then behind you in the tunnel is Chris, All the Ironbeard, movies. and the eight dwarves. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to pull out a javelin. And just huck it straight in front of me as hard as I can. Are you throwing it into the water or just straight in front of you? Straight in front of me. Okay. Uh, Make a strength throw. Just like a strength check? Yep. Okay. Um, Six. Okay. So you throw your javelin and it just kind of disappears into the waterfall and you hear a clang as it hits the rock behind the waterfall. Discovered that there is... A space behind the fa- the waterfall? I don't think no. so. John or Cal did uh, detect good and evil into the into the depth and I found of the water at the bottom. Those and he good. detected evil down in the water. Okay. Also, another question: Did I get my ring back from the dwarf who I put it oh, in his pocket? The, yes, the, okay. I believe I believe in the episode you took the ring back from cool. his pocket. <laughs> that, was like that. That, that was me. That was That was really back. important for combat. But <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that like it didn't like if that guy drowned or something. I don't know. Yeah. No. You. I think you got it back. Want my I think ring. we. If not, we'll say we'll ret- retcon and say you did. Cool. Okay, Chris, you are up next. Oh, cool. Um, I'm gonna get up and now I'm all wet. <laughs> I'm a hundred feet away. Correct. How much is your movement? It's not a hundred. So I'm just gonna get up, I guess, and be like. <laughs> right there i'm sorry <laughs> sorry about the rock so you're just running back down the tunnel <laughs> towards you, the cave if you sprint can you double your movement or am I oh yeah can i use a, a dash action yeah all right so i'll do 60 feet then <gasps> now you're only 40 feet away we did we did agree that chris can have regular movement and not halfling movement 
or I don't recall that because halflings get twenty five feet and not thirty like normal people. I don't recall that discussion. I so if Chris has like twenty five feet, it's <laughs> fifty wow. feet. It sounds how, like you moved fifty. Feet. How many feet does this one <laughs> halfling have? All right, but they can only carry him twenty five feet. <laughs> you guys just hear me go. <laughs> you just hear the pitter patter of little feet like, <laughs> across the stone. Oh yeah, because I don't wear shoes, so it's just like <laughs> I. We'll edit in some, 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 some the clap of feet across the stone. Yeah, I get some like duck feet, some flippers. <laughs> just you just got webbed feet, <laughs> maybe. Uh, and uh, next in the order is Ironbeard, and he's gonna follow suit. He's gonna stand up, and he's gonna come trucking after uh, you, Chris. But he's actually faster than you, <laughs> oh, which is come? weird because he's not even that much oh, wait, bigger actually, than me. No, he's got the same speed. He's got the same speed. So he hops up, and the two of you make it about halfway back to the party. What about the dwarves? Uh, it's not their turn. Oh. Next up in the order is <laughs> Esmerad. Okay. How wait, how big is the cavern that we're in? Like, how big across to the waterfall? Because we're standing directly across from the waterfall, right? Or no? Right. So the cavern hole as a whole is probably about 75 feet in diameter. diameter. What's the radius? <laughs> the ulna what's is... the vol- volume the volume yeah one <laughs> one cavern unit <laughs> it's one cave big okay oh that's like how in like a, like astronomy it's like an au is an astrological unit i don't know we don't know astrology deep no ca- astronomy oh right. astronomy i thought you said astrology <laughs> it's like i know nothing about astrology <laughs> it's one Capricorn one, big. One, one Pisces how, unit. How many astrological <laughs> units until uh, Mercury is out of the microwave? I, well, I hear it's, it's it. moving straight to the Gatorade, so <laughs> oh, yeah. we're just completely effed either way. That's why I've been having diarrhea every night. <laughs> and no other reason. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> uh, sorry. You're, what were you going to do? No, I... We can only vamp for so long. I can only, Jordan can only make so many diarrhea jokes before he runs out of material. <laughs> well, that's hopefully. true. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do because it's just water. Can I just throw another rock in the water? Sure. I throw a rock in the water. Do you say, okay, some, do you say something cool when you do it? <laughs> this is for the boys. <laughs> uh, everyone go ahead and roll another dexterity throw for me. Ooh, okay. Skyler's like... <laughs> But not him, right? Yeah, we're not, not by it. Me and Ironbeard don't because we're not there yet. I got eight. Uh, roll so with advantage. You're far enough away. It's like when you're in like. I a... mean, it pushed you back a hundred feet. Are so you rolling with advantage too then for Ironbeard? Yeah, Ironbeard rolled a twenty. What a oh, boss! Good for him. He's like at the end of the wave pool when it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh no way! I got a twenty-two. So he like, brace yourself. <laughs> Me and him and just stand there, just like body this wave. <laughs> we hold hands. Freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> just two small oh, no. men. <laughs> two bros. That's so uh, great. I got eighteen. Okay. Alistair? A three. A three? Uh, I, I got a 16. Since okay. we got nat 20s, can we catch Alistair? When he comes yeah, back? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Since we got two nat 20s, we'll say that Ironbeard and uh, Chris are holding hands, and they see the wave. Like Red Rover. <laughs> he knocks Alistair us. back. Send Alistair right these, over. These two small, but uh, but well- so sturdy. Yes, very sturdy. Sturdy boys managed to grab Alistair between them and uh, hold him. So you're only you're only pushed back fifty feet. Okay, <laughs> Thanks, got, guys. we got you. Uh, and then next up, it is Alistair's turn. 
Um, nothing is happening, just the water still. Nothing has come out of the water. Nothing has come out of the water. That we know of. I'm going to shout to Ironbeard. Do you have any idea what's down there? And he says, no, I I have no clue what this is. Heck. And he says, but maybe we should stop throwing rocks and try doing something different. <laughs> I did try something different. I rolled a two. <laughs> well, you just kind of threw a spear straight. I thought maybe it was invisible. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not a bad plan. Well, you say that. <laughs> it was something don't different. I don't know what to do. Um... Can't swim down there. We'll drown. How big does... Uh. Ooh, wait. Was there, like, a way to go, like, around, like, walk over to the waterfall, or would you have to swim to the waterfall? No, you'd have to swim to it. Okay. I I feel like it's in the pool. Oh, it's... No, it's... I did. Okay, because I did the the good and bad sense, and I detected that it was... in the pool. Real bad, and all the way at the bottom, like, as far down as, like, even, like, an impossibly far distance down, right? Right? No, not impossibly far. Oh. I think we're I think we only decided. I think we decided right? it was all, it was less than hundred feet. I, what was that? But, but, it's it, but, I, but the thing, thing right? I sensed it yeah. was at the bottom. Okay, right. Okay, it was. It wasn't like just yeah. Do something cool. We don't know how. Uh, Alster to. Wait, how far away from the pond now am I? 50? So you're fifty feet back from the the edge of the water. Okay, and I got a movement speed of thirty. So you can get within. 20 but you feet can move. Oh, you can dash do an action. Okay, so I'm going to oh. use all of my movement to get there. Um, <clears throat> so that puts me 10 feet away. 20. 20. 20 feet away. I'm going to just wait. I don't know. I don't know what to you get do. get ready and action? Well, then you can do your dash action and get all the way up to it if you want. Oh, yeah. Like double your movement, basically. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that because I'm going to I'm gonna dive in. <gasps> you're, you're jumping into the water? I'm going to dive in. We're here to... Sadie's job so you run, hit the floor. <laughs> you run all the way up to it and then stop. And then can, you like take off your shoes. Can you, <laughs> can you roll an acrobatics check for me to see how graceful you're that dive? <laughs> well, he hasn't j- dived in yet. I no, don't he, think it's, only, it's only 50 feet and he's got a movement of 30. Oh, so he can make yeah. it to the water and, and then, then jump in. Jump in. What is it? Acrobatics? Mm-hmm. <laughs> more We're going to see. Flop. Yeah. It's a, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those can be cool too. It could be like a front flip, but you just land on your face. (laughs) Four. So it's like cool. A four. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, So Alistair, (laughs) before any of you can say anything, you just see Alistair whip past you (laughs) and spread eagle jump into this lake. uh, And you see a white tentacle come up, wrap it around Alistair and pull him underwater. Oh, Oh, no. So Alistair, make a... Contested strength throw. Okay, to try to break. I was gonna say, you guys remember in Tarzan when he's a kid and they're all like, "Yeah, don't jump down there." And these elephants like, "Okay, won't." And then they turn around and he does a natural twenty. A natural <gasps> Nat twenty. 20. <laughs> Let's go. Oh man, I got a an eighteen. Oh, but so with a natural twenty, you break free, and I'm gonna say you manage to get a good look at the creature that is in the water before you make it back to the surface. Okay. I'm actually going to stay under the water because I can breathe underwater. Oh, because oh, that's you're an air genasi. Yeah. Okay, so you break free of you're an amphibian of the like have control over air. Ah, yeah, yeah. he's. I forgot you have continuous like breathing, frogs and endless do. breath. <laughs> right, <laughs> and all uh, frogs are sorcerers. Yeah. So as you see this tentacle retract after you manage to to struggle free, you see what appears to be like a giant white. Almost looks like an octopus. Oh, 
down at the bottom of this pool. It just has one eye in the middle of its head and a huge mouthful of sharp teeth. It's one of the... And it's, it's staring at, like, it is making eye contact with you. The dash is a bonus action, correct? Or is that an action? That's, I think your, that's your full action. action. Okay. So, like, your turn's over. Okay, that's fine. I will... Yeah, I'll just stay down here. So you're saying under the water? Yeah. Okay. Kids like your and funeral, you no and we have no idea. Like yeah, we don't like, know. Like, <gasps> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Do we know that you can breathe underwater? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you, we all just think he's dead. Freaked out of our minds. Do you breathe through your butt like a turtle? <laughs> No, Alistair's butt is breaking the surface. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of him is is underwater. (laughs) Look, there's his butt. Uh, It's making a clenching and unclenching. (laughs) Sorry, I meant to say there's three eyes. There's not just one. Um, Three-eyed Pete. So, just little details. For this next turn, Alistair, I need you to make a... Wisdom saving throw? Uh oh. Are you good at wisdom? Probably. Find out. (laughs) Isn't that your casting is wisdom? Yeah. It should be fine. So you should be pretty good at it. Well, don't. Mm. Let's knock on wood. Uh, 16? 16. Okay. So you can feel this creature trying to break into your mind. (gasps) You can feel it like trying to, to take over your thoughts. But Tell it not to. But it doesn't. Cool. <laughs> Tell it not to. Um, what, does it, what does it feel like? <laughs> I guess you'll have to know. And then the water. Okay. <laughs> if you see it obscure itself in a cloud of gray. Ew. It inked. It inked. Ew. So you've lost sight of the majority of this creature. Okay. And Wait, then it is the dwarf's turn. And the dwarves are going to stand up, turn around. Their eyes are still just kind of glazed over. And they start rushing back as well. So they make it 50 feet towards the pool. But like, okay. What, dwarves can't run? Well, no, I was just going to make an argument that like if they're all tied together, it's kind of hard. Because like, you're oh, that's over that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I guess I should make like a disadvantage roll or something. Or you could just have their movement. Yeah. They only make it like. You know, it's like a three-legged race, but like with 60 feet. Yeah, and one of them's like a lot shorter than the other ones, and so he's kind of like... <laughs> so he's dragged along. No, well, that's that's fair. I guess we'll say that they dash, but it only gets them 25 feet. They only make it like... What Guys, normally three more of those, and then we're going to have to deal with them. <laughs> then we're going to have to pull their pants down. Uh, and then we're back to Cal. Then half the half. All right. Well, uh, with with absolutely no knowledge of what's going on, that uh, mm, gum. You gotta get in there and save him. Cal, yeah. what are you doing? Calbunga. Cal's just gonna jump in too. Take a big old breath, and he's gonna jump in too to see if he can save Alistair. Okay. Um, make a strength saving throw. See what happens. Uh, that is a eleven. Okay. Uh, so similar to what happened with Alistair, one of these white tentacles comes and wraps itself around your body as you hit the water. Um, but you manage to break free as well. That's oh, not very strong, guys. And so now being underwater, you can see what Alistair sees, which is essentially a big, dark cloud. And you hear... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next up is Chris. Um, I'm going to use my movement and get 
shiz. I can just get up to the edge, huh? I'm just going to get right up to the edge and that's it. <laughs> I guess look down into the water. Can I see, like, can I see Alistair and Cal in the water? Um, or is it like once you it, break it, that's I'm when you can see it? Because we can't see the monster. You, I'm, I'm going to say you could probably see these two because they're, he's bright, Alistair's bright blue and Cal is red. Uh-huh. But the monster is like deeper down. Is it okay. magic water? And obscured by this dark cloud. <laughs> the ink cloud. Correct. Okay. Have an idea of how deep the. Can we eyeball it? Like how deep? Yeah, probably about fifty feet uh, to the bottom. Okay. Where the creature's at. Correct. Well, that's my action, I guess. <laughs> All right, and then for Iron's beard's turn, he is going to join you at the edge of the water. <laughs> We're still holding hands then. <laughs> and then we realize, like, oh, you like stopped like holding skip hands, up. but then skip you start quickly. holding hands again. <laughs> yeah, and then we realize and let go. Uh, and Save so, that for later. Yeah. Then we are to Esme. Okay, well, I don't know how deep the water is because Esme was, she didn't hear that. She didn't know she's, and she doesn't want to jump in the water either. So she's going to try a spell. I think that this will work. Um, she's going to cast fairy fire Ooh. on like over the water, but it it's only a 20 foot cube. And so anything that's in there is outlined in violet. That's in the water. And if there's anybody in that range, so you're casting it down into the water. Oh, because I can. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's not actual. I, it's I'm magic trying fire. to like, yeah, I'm trying to like cast it down, down into the water to see if I can get. Anything. And it's so, a twenty foot cube. Mm-hmm. So anything. Can you just do that? Is it? Do you have to make any kind of whoever whoever would be in my twenty foot cube would have to do a deck saving throw. What's the range of the fairy fire spell? Sixty. 60, 60 feet. feet. So she yeah, can toss can it all the way down. Basically just push it as far as you can. Yeah, just nuke it. So yeah, I'm just trying to, I just And you can get it past far, Alistair and Yeah, and you hey, said Sadie. we can see them. So you're pushing it down just 60 feet? It. Yeah, so I'm pushing it down and... That's 20 foot cube. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means that if you go all the way down and then 20 feet up, yeah. it won't hit 10 these feet up. two. This is a 20 foot cube. So each side would be 20 feet. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I um, no math. We already know that. As previously established in canon, Chris is good at spelling, <laughs> not at math. Uh, and it's a wisdom saving throw? A dex. Dex. What's the save? Is Chris good 12. at spelling? Yeah. We talked so that about is... that when we were doing like the riddles and stuff. Oh, yeah. That is a 12. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. You see nothing. <laughs> oh. do, do we at least get like a cool like laser show because we're looking yeah. down at the thingy yeah so you see like this bright these bright flashes of light leave Esme's fingers and like shoot down into the water all all around you and then it just kind of fades away <laughs> wait so wait so it saves from getting hit but does it save from getting like outlined illuminated, illuminated? I think so right yeah Isn't that's that what if, you said? yeah if it um, that would have been so cool if it fails the deck saving throw, then it would have gone eliminated. Illuminated. No, I like the other one. Eliminated. Eliminated. Sorry. <laughs> you win. Well, no, I, I didn't know if and it was And then they like... just die automatically. No. <laughs> Sorry, Power yes. word kill. Yeah, it's got to be... You got to get that item that lets you change like, um, one word or one letter. Oh. Yeah. yeah but so, yeah. So, so, so nothing... That are invisible to be seen. So it's just... Yeah. I d- it didn't light anything. Gotcha. So I didn't see it. Okay. That was, a good, that was a good move, though. Uh, next up is Alistair. 
Okay, uh, I'm going to how I'm going to surface. Okay, and then I'm just like a Little Mermaid. Yeah, <gasps> with the hair like yeah. the hair. <laughs> I'm Esme is like mesmerized. perched up on a rock. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to turn and just shout to Chris and Esme. Um, it's a giant squid. It's deep down there. Of course it is. I'm going to try to bring this thing out, and I'm going to dive back down, and I'm going to cast. I'm going to swim a little bit further. So it can be kind of within range, because I can. Can I guess how? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, we don't. I we, think yeah. I have 120 feet on this, the range of the spell anyway, so I think it's okay. I'm gonna cast Ray of Frost. Okay. And try to hit it, because it is inky now down there, right? Right. Which Ray of Frost is a cone, right? Ray of Frost is a beam. Oh, a beam. Yeah. Uh, Beams and cones, man. That's my favorite board game. Does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 does not hit. Does not hit. Okay, then I'm going to use a sorcery point. <gasps> Shoot. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. Two sorcery points. Ooh. If I miss, I get to re-roll, but I do have to take this roll. Uh, 18. 18 does hit. Let's go! Yay! I love when stuff works. Sorcery points. Sorcery okay. points are neat. So it's going to take 1d8 damage. Eight. It's slow, right? Eight. Yeah. Eight okay. points of damage, and its speed is... Half. Its movement speed is reduced by 10 feet. Hey, Skylar, good job. Yeah. Good hey, job, thanks. Sky. I mean, Alistair, Alistair. by the way. <laughs> um, and then... Respect. Is it reacting? Is it... I guess we'll wait till it's turn. <laughs> Which, luckily for everyone, is next. <gasps> Yay! Uh, the rest of my movement to resurface, but I'm going to stay in the water. Okay. Uh, so as you hit this creature with a ray of frost, it gets angry. It's not super happy with that. <laughs> and so it is going to swim out of this cloud and surface. Yeah. <gasps> So oh my like, gosh! So like, wait, hang on. If it swims past shift. me, it's still in the water. Can I take an attack of opportunity? And how? Um, once it's well, it's not dis- dis- it's not disengaging. Uh, okay, Fair but enough. if it moves into his <gasps> in his sphere of, it's got to be disengaging. Be oh, okay. I just I thought I could choose. Good thought, but how? What is his movement speed? Uh, is it more than sixty or sixty feet uh, deep? No, because it is. It's oh, it's reduced. it's reduced by 10 feet. So you're right. Surface all the way. Okay. So it comes up and it is about 20 feet below the surface. Okay. Can we see Is it? anything sticking no. out of the water though? Like spooky? Uh, yeah. So it's got a tentacle that comes up out of the water and it is going to attack Alistair. And that is... Oh, shoot. An 18. That definitely hits. And it does 11 damage. (laughs) Uh, That's a spicy meatball. That is very spicy. (laughs) And uh, it is the dwarves' turn. So the dwarves are going to continue their journey. (laughs) And now they're about about 50 feet from the water now. Cool. And then we're back to Cal. Okay, so Cal is going to surface, 
take a big old breath. Like the little mermaid. Cal, you can He's hold gonna... your breath for a really long time. <laughs> Alistair, even longer for yeah, you, though. Cal surfaces and he tries to do the little mermaid thing, but he's got no hair. So well, just... roll, roll for it, though. Oh, hang on, yeah. Roll for performance. Which one is performance? Uh, oh, there we go. It's charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm good at that. Okay, so that's a 10. So... You know, he tries, but it just looks like he's got, like, a neck ache, and he's trying to, like, stretch it out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the thing that does matter. (laughs) So, okay, um, can I, with my movement, can I get over to it? Is anyone, you're treading water, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so one person's in the water, I'm in the water, everybody else is, like, sort of on the edge, right? Right. My toes are right up against it. Cool, 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 got it. Okay, so I'm going to... Use, I'd like to use my movement to get out of the water, but also scurry over to where one of them tentacles are. So the, the tentacles aren't aren't out of the water. Like, they're in the pool, but they're just, like, up out of the water. Okay. they hit Alistair. Okay, but so is it possible for me to do a melee attack on them while being on solid ground? Probably not. Okay, then I'm going to... Can I swim over to a tentacle? Uh, do you have a swim speed? Half of normal. Okay, so I can swim 15 feet. Correct. Okay. So you could get to one of the tentacles. Yes. Cool. I'm going to swim over to one of them tentacles, and I am going to... Uh, is this dumb? Just might do it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't care if it's dumb. Well, hang on, because we might die, but I'm going to try it anyway. So I'm going to use a... Because bonus actions are before you do stuff, right? You can do it before or after your action. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. Uh... So I'm going to use a bonus action. Um, uh, Cal uh, summoning, clutching his amulet uh, in one hand, uh, delves into the magic within him. And I cast, I expend a spell slot to use Thunderous Smite. Is that a bonus action spell? It's a bonus action spell. Cool. Okay. So the next time I hit, and it's concentration, so I can keep doing it. But the next time I hit, uh, a anyway, next time I hit something, if I hit it good, cool stuff happens. So we'll see. I'm gonna try and hit it now, uh, with my big old hammer, try and get a smite off. And second, okay, okay, um, that is a <laughs> what? Sorry, it wasn't Kate. <laughs> so he's trying to peek. No. Okay, it's a 17. So it's a 23 to hit. Uh, 23 hits. Cool. Um, so that's going to do... Your attack bonus is 6? Yeah. Wow. Dang. Okay, good, guys. Um, so that's going to do... Oh, neat. Uh, 12 damage um, with the hammer. So just bludgeoning damage. And okay. then the... 12? Yeah, eight plus four. I got okay. a max roll. Um, and then uh, the Thunderous Smite does two D6 of bonus thunder damage. So the first one... This is, is at level three? Yeah. Gee whiz, okay. <laughs> the first one's a two, <laughs> and the second one's a five. So that's seven thunder damage. Okay. Um, yeah. Sweet. And then, uh, if the target is a creature, which I think it is, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Uh, eight. 
That does not do it. Okay, so it is pushed 10 feet. The tentacle is pushed 10 feet <laughs> away. <laughs> and knocked prone, Cade. Well, so I don't know that a this, tentacle could this. be knocked prone, really. Well, what if it just falls <laughs> flat and then it's easier to hit until it puts it back up? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm That's trying fair. my best. It maybe That's it could fair. be like flaccid on the ground now. <laughs> Not a good enough reason to use the word flaccid. I think it's a perfect reason to use flaccid. Is there any? I can think of several is there any to use that word? <laughs> is there any consequence for doing thunder damage in a pool of water? No, that would probably be lightning. Well, is it actual thunder damage or is it like the spell is just called thunderous? Uh, it says it. It says it does thunder damage. Thunder damage. Okay. And it has a symbol of a storm cloud with lightning bolts shooting out of it, but it says thunder. I think thunder and lightning are the same. There's thunder and lightning damage. Is there? Uh, I think thunder is more of a sound. Thunder thing. is like the sound. Oh, version. that would make sense. Um, I need to make sure. I don't think this thing is weak to anything. Great. <laughs> Isn't that what you love to hear? Yeah. But it has three eyes. Which of his eyes are glowing? Yeah, which red? one is like the target eye? <laughs> you said one eye, I got it. The eye's the weak the spot. Eye. But now there's three. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've played Zelda before. I know the eye is the weak spot. <laughs> I was literally playing Tears of the Kingdom last night. <laughs> me too. Uh, nice. Okay, we're to Chris's turn. <gasps> Chris, that's me. Okay, Chris sees the tentacle burst out of the water, and then Cal hit it real good. And he's like, man, that should have gone flaccid. I don't know why it didn't. Maybe this will work. <laughs> and he pulls out his bow and he shoots uh, he arrow. shoots the tentacle. Okay. And I got a 17 plus 3, 20. Dirty 20. Nice. Okay. That hits. Let's go. Roll damage. That's the one. 1d8. Uh, frick. <laughs> one. I got a 1 plus 3, 4 damage. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. It's something. Oh, right. I'm sure this doesn't matter, but when I did my big hit on it, anyone within 300 feet could have heard the big clang sound. So I bet in the cave so you it all, was really... You all know that Cal hit it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can see it, you heard it. That's why I think thunder and yeah. lightning are yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just like, I, I might electrocute myself, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't too. Uh, and then next up is Ironbeard. Uh, so Ironbeard is going to pull out his battle axe and say, no one lives forever, and jump into the pool and start <laughs> swimming over to the tentacle. <laughs> to the one, is there only one tentacle that's above? Uh, yes, right okay. now. There's just the one that came up and, and whipped at you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he doesn't quite, he can't quite make it there with his action, his move. So uh, next up is Esme. Okay, so I can see the tentacle, and I'm like, cool, it's probably closer now, and I'm going to cast the spell again, and I'm going to do the same fairy fire, and I'm going to try and shoot that. Down into the water. Yeah, where I think, like, I see the tentacle, and that's where I'm... (laughs) You're directing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it rolls a dexterity? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a seven. 12. Let's go. Um, but then all three of these guys need to as well, right? Or at least these two and Ironbeard. doesn't affect us physically, right? It doesn't, it doesn't do any damage. It's just, it's just they're all glowing purple. I oh, willingly okay. accept the so glowing purple. So you guys purple. can roll. It's turning, you're turning on fine, my friends. I'll willingly impress. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Esme. Yeah, I just accept it. You you both get a notification in your head that says Esme would like to share a location with you. <laughs> Allow. Since Chris didn't take his movement, he's gonna like dip his toe in there. So <laughs> it, it, it glows. It's icy cold. Well, so it glows as well. Oh, okay. but just his toe. <laughs> yeah, like Achilles. He puts his feet in and just like action. So so the lights again shoot out of your fingers, go down into the water and illuminate. Basically, what looks like a giant octopus. Cool. Um, Esme screams because she's like, "That's freaking creepy looking." <laughs> and then she's gonna do a bonus action, and she's gonna give um, bardic inspiration to Alistair. <gasps> Let's go. What does she so say? She him, she's like, "Alistair, that little mermaid hair flip was freaking cool. <laughs> Take that energy and kick that thing's butt." As we all know you here. The land of elf seers. We've all heard the the fantasy tale of the Little Mermaid growing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's one of Dosney's best films. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Best scrolls. So next up is Alistair. Um. Okay. I think that was Sadie's first Bardic, and I'm really excited about that. Was that was a good one. I'm going to get we'll out get of the, the water. water. <laughs> I'm going to get out of the water, and now that I can see more where, th- where this thing is, I'm just going to try to hit it again with another ray of frost. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like, drag myself out, because I'm hurting from that hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, ugh. you get hit by a tentacle one time. One time. <laughs> I'm a squishy little sorcerer, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was surprised when you're like, I dive in the water. I was like, <laughs> someone you might it. die. <laughs> He's okay, brave. Ray of Frost. Ooh, that is a 23. Okay, that hits. And you're still mad at me. Ooh, uh, two points of damage. <laughs> yep, two points of cold damage. Two points. Is that half his Ooh. movement again? Uh, Yeah, it's going to be reduced by another 10 feet. He's going to be frozen that, there. that stacks? I think. I don't know. It doesn't specify. And how long does that affect Voss? Or on its next turn. So now it's... So it took its one turn already. Right. So now this next turn that it gets... It's slowed by 10 feet again. Yeah. Okay. So and it, does not, your, it does not stack. It's, it's just per turn. Take that, that Kate. Not, that's the end of your turn. Uh, I'm going to just back a little ways away from... Alistair's <laughs> <laughs> dragging, like my dragging one like, foot. <laughs> Do we have a potion? Uh, I... Don't know. You can bonus action potion. Do you have a Will Mikey's dream pie? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Have a potion, not a dream pie. (laughs) Dang it! An astral brownie, maybe. Can I use that on a bonus action? (laughs) A celestial. Can you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure potions are a bonus action. Okay, I'll let you do it. I'm gonna take. I'll allow it. Just because I'm pretty sure that's how the rule works. One of my two potions. And that's in my game. You make up 2D4 the rules, plus four. Let's go. Not, what does the potion up, sorry, taste 2D4 like? Plus two. It tastes like delicious apple pie. Uh, wow. Seven I was going to say Hawaiian punch, but I was also going to say Hawaiian punch. <laughs> really? Yeah. The, the next potion I drink will taste like I, Hawaiian I was punch. imagining it as just one of those little barrel juices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I freaking love those. You got to like stab like your finger punch? through the like freaking no. foil to no. drink it. It just tastes yeah. like sugar water. Yeah. Mob <laughs> sugar water. <laughs> Men in black. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. That's it. Who, that's plays, who plays that guy again? The bug man or yeah. whatever? I don't know. It's Gregory. like a... Hold on. Some really important Googling happening here. Folks. His name... The people need to know. Greg. Handsome Greg. Wait, wasn't it Vincent D'Onofrio? 
Yes, it's yes. D'Onofrio, yeah. dude. I'm like sitting here and I'm like, it's someone. I like, know, it's like someone big. Big. How did, I, I, that was neat. He went from the cockroach guy to freaking kingpin. Yeah, I was going to say. Stole all of our hearts. Well, he also did get his arm bitten off in the Jurassic Park reboot. He did. Ah, who freaking Probably cares? He did. <laughs> uh, Sugar yeah. water. Sugar water. Every time we drink a potion, we have to say that now. Yeah. So, Sky. Oh. Huh? <laughs> you, I think you said no, it, was, it was apple pie. Oh. His tasted like apple pie. He ha- he got the artisanal yeah. potions. <laughs> okay. Lucky. So, I uh, actually, I don't think I did think I'm Oh. You guys hear a scream from behind you. Oh. Uh-oh. And as you turn around, you see one of the dwarves in this cluster shrivel into basically a husk <gasps> as uh, kind of like a wisp of white wind magic looking stuff uh, leaves his body and falls into the water. Wow. He's using them like batteries. And then the creature is going to surface. So now you can see it in the water. It's hideous. Ew. And it is a big, ugly octopus with three four tentacles. Only four? Yes, it's not an octopus. It's a quadrupus. Quadrupus. <laughs> and a big, long tail. A tail? And I don't like it. Three eyeballs and a big mouthful of sharp teeth. Would you say this thing is an, abom- is an aberration? No. Is it a fiend? No. Dang it. Would you say that it's cute? Oh wait, it is an aberration. Sorry, <gasps> Yay. I apologize. Maybe you'll do something. I had to. I had to check because I thought it was something different. But it is. That is its class. Uh, and then the you can see that one of the three eyes is closed now, and the other with the other two eyes, it looks at Chris. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Cool. It looks me in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're about to lose Chris. Which eye does it look at him with? Shit. <laughs> um, I got a... What is it? Wisdom, you said? Wisdom. Chris is dumb. <laughs> no, he's not. He's really wise. He's got plus two to wisdom, but it's still a nine. <laughs> so He's a genius. Okay. Uh, so you are now enslaved. Oh no! Oh my! So Chris. <laughs> Chris's eyes go the same kind of glossy that the other dwarves' eyes are, and uh, he just kind of stands at attention. Basically, I say, "Quick, pull my pants down." <laughs> I was literally going to ask you if I could pants Chris. <laughs> as, as Chris's eyes are rolling back into his head, pull my pants down. <laughs> but does he say it in like a weird mind control <laughs> voice? Pull my pants down. <laughs> And then next in the order are the dwarves. So they are going to continue uh, now just kind of trailing one empty suit of armor. (laughs) Their journey. And they're only uh, 25 feet away from the water's edge now. Mm. And we are back to Cal. (sighs) It's not looking so hot. Okay. Cal is going to look at Chris being brain controlled and he's going to say, I haven't used the voice yet. See if I can channel it. (laughs) Just uh, think of Foghorn Leghorn. (laughs) And then I'll say, I'll say, you just need to say a couple. I'll I'll say, say, I'll say, I'll sit on you. (laughs) 
Brother Chris, break off the, the captivity of which you find yourself. You have been ensnared by this evil abomination. Break free, brother. And I'm going to use another spell slot uh, to cast protection from evil and good on Chris. <gasps> what is? Can you read me what that says? Yeah, it says, uh, one ruling creature is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fee. Fae, fiends, and undead. The protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throws against the relevant effect. So it dismisses the charming? No. No. Advantage if I if I would have been smart save. and done it first, it would have. But instead, he gets advantage on his next on throw his to, next to break throws. out. Gotcha. And any attacks it tries to do on him are at disadvantage until I stop concentrating. Okay. So that means your thunder, thunderous applause is done. Yeah. Applause. I'm just trying to help you keep track. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, trying to play fair here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's the, that's the trade-off is I don't get a lot of them slots, and pretty much everything I can do is concentration based. So I'm thinking about Chris real hard. <laughs> you're you're just like in your mind of like the time that you two were holding hands. Yeah, you were walking out of the saturated shrimp. Yeah, and all the good times we've had of, of you holding his hand while he's getting his tramp stamp. Yeah. <laughs> I've held sure. lots of people's I was hands. His hand oh, were you? Well, yeah, in my so... mind, it was me. So okay, well, <laughs> Cal has just inserted himself into all of these <laughs> memories. I'm sure I've held Cal's, Cal's hand lots of times. No, I think there was there was at least once where you guys held hands. Yeah, we did. I mean, canonically, uh, but I'm sure in between sessions, we're holding hands all the time. All the time. They're holding hands right now. There are moments. Do you remember when... that time we did the hug? Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about that. In between Lucy, I was in there. No, well, that too. But like when we were like t- telling secrets at the campsite, we did a big hug. Big hug. That's correct. We spooned after. Uh, Probably. So next in the order is Chris. And Chris, in your head, you hear a voice say, take your bow and strike your friend. Is that how it sounds? Yeah. That's how the squid sounds? It's me. I'm the squid. You're the squid? Yeah. I oh mean, gosh. it sounds Guys, pretty Kate reasonable. Is this, is, this is Chris now that he has like a little Kate bit of... Looks- I just like unzip. <laughs> Whoa. All of a sudden, Kate is white. Kate is an aberration. I've always been white. They didn't know that, Kate. Surprise. <laughs> it, was the, it was the long con. <gasps> You're white? <laughs> I mean, like, um, really white. Like, you look like you've had... Okay, so I have advantage on this throw. Known when so I saw you Kate's do not eye. get to make a saving throw right now. Ah. Uh, I don't? Nope. Oh, because I already Because did. you're not charmed. You're enslaved, so the rules are different. So when do I do it? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I think you have to. <laughs> do you not? Oh wait, no, this is it is a strain. Oh. So why do I have to tell you? Yeah. Do if you? It, am I supposed to? to? I was going to say no. You guys are you guys are in this the heat of the moment, but I will tell you, it is not on your turn that you make a saving throw. So I'm going to need you to roll an attack against your friend Esme. <laughs> Okay. You're the boss. <laughs> You're the boss. This is, yeah, that Chris sounds reasonable. Chris said, <laughs> all right. Out loud. Chris, if you Chris, say so. Chris, Chris, what are you doing? It's my bow, you said? Yeah. Um, I got a 13 plus 3, 16. Yeah, that hits me. Okay, Ooh, so all damage. Thank you. Like, Let's Chris, I mean, Chris, Let's get those look at me, Chris, look off. at my eyes. This is not you. Nonchalantly <laughs> just pointed at her. Here it goes. It go. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I got two plus three, five. 
All right, right so Esme takes five points of damage, and then we are on to Ironbeard. So Ironbeard is going to look at the creature and then look at Chris and then look back at the creature and say, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and then he is going to continue swimming out towards the creature, and he is going to attack it with his battle axe. While treading water. That's impressive. He's, he's a talented guy. He's I mean, jacked. He's, he's not the captain for nothing. I think you know? canonically we said he's jacked. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, he's, he's shredded. Yeah. Um, okay. So his attack hits. He's like a short the rock. Whew. Good hit from like Ironbeard. Kevin so he Hart, did but if thir- he was muscular. He did 13 points of damage. Wow, let's go. Kevin Hart is muscular. What, what are you saying? Kevin not Hart is the rock. Jacked. Okay, but when anyone stands he's, next he's to like, the rock, oh. how do you look? The rock's roided out. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows that. Everyone. Also, Dwayne Johnson, if you'd like to come on our podcast and explain yourself, you're welcome to. <laughs> uh, and then next in the order is Esme. Um, is there a way that I can like figure out how this like octopus creature thing? Sorry, it's not an octopus, but I can't. Quadrupus. Aberration. I mean, if like, you want to roll to see if you know what it is, you could. No, not that. I want to know how. You can like, do that for free. If Thinking I take out free. like its eyes or something like that, it can it not like charm people into? You would need to uh, probably roll history, like Arcana. Or, I was gonna say just like animal handling. <laughs> Get a dog, little loggy. <laughs> Someone's gonna saddle I mean, up on this quadrupus and ride it. Animal handling in the might not be horrible, I, but maybe but we're not maybe really Arcana. handling it. I mean, it looks straight at him, though, don't it? Or, or is there just like a not like straight up knowledge? There's a perception. I don't know because I I feel like you would have to know what this creature is. I mean, you can't you can do a straight up like intelligence roll without modifier. nature. So that's nature? what we'll do. Nature. That's the nature. one. That's I'm so. like sitting here and I was like, there's, I, I know there that there's one. one. I know there's one. Slide so of hand, I'm right? Do a nature <laughs> check to see if I can. okay. Sorry, let me get that out of the way for you. Are we sure this isn't religion? <laughs> uh, 13. Uh, okay, with a 13, I will give you that you know enough about this creature to know that the eyes, it, it's not like necessarily weak there. Okay. You've played enough Zelda to know the eyes this is not, not one of those creatures. It's the tail. The little arrow <laughs> is not pointing at its eye. <laughs> when you target it. Yeah. It's the tail. We have to get behind it and swing it around. Like Bowser. Oh, like it's Bowser. Mario. It's Mario rules. <laughs> He's been playing Zelda, and it's been Mario all along. <laughs> Secret Mario. It always, it always surprises it me. Always comes back. Yeah. How close am I to the? Like how close? Is, I'm at the edge of the water. I haven't gone in the water yet. I how? I think that like the the uh, uh the creature is like fifteen to twenty feet. Okay. From the edge. From the edge. Okay. It's like in the middle of this pool of water. Cool. So I'm going to cast Blindness on it. Ooh. Um, and it has to um, do a con saving throw. Okay. Do you do it by poking its eye out? Is that how you <laughs> cast Blindness? Do you Captain Insano it? Yeah, what does it look like? Do you roll to hit or what? how does that work? It's Constitution save. Oh, Constitution yeah, saving constitution throw? Constitution saving oh, okay. throw. So you roll to save for it. And it's 12 that you have to... How constituted is the quadrupus? So uh, that's a six. So it is not going to make... So... Let's kill it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
like but a only for that little, reason. like yeah wisp of fog comes out of my hands and just in front of each one of its eyes okay and it lasts for a minute sweet oh so it remember when and what aims? does that do it just gives it disadvantage or it makes it blind so blind Something on any attacks i think it, it will it's disadvantage it on any attack yeah mm-hmm. remember when it inked and now sadie kind of like inked it all right, and then next up is Alistair. Alistair. Uh, is this an action? Yeah, it is an action. Okay, um, I'm going to dip my fingers in some of the water that are on the ground and cast Ice Knife, so the water's going to freeze around Ooh. my fingers, and I'm just going to launch an Ice Knife at it. And with your Bardic Inspiration, do I have to use that? Can I use that on attack You rolls? can use it after, but before knowing the outcome. I can tell you. Right, so if you... I won't tell you the outcome necessarily, but you can use it like if you rolled a four. And you have advantage on it. Because yeah. Yeah, blind. It I'm not advantage. sure if I can use it on attack oh. rolls, though. No, I just read it. It says, blinded creature can't see and automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, oh. and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Oh, oh wow. wow. So All you don't need it. Maybe I won't need it. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Cade. Uh, I have the rules no, and a laptop. I'm the quest master now. I rolled 19 and a natural one, so I'll go with the 19. <laughs> oh, how come? Are you sure? <laughs> 19 hits. Okay, uh, it's going to take 1d10 plus 3d6. So, uh, where's my d10? Here. Y'all have some beefy hits. Not me. <laughs> well, do you remember the Six. goo episode? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Okay, so when it I all levels this ice out. knife, you're going to see it stick into it and like into the meat of the this thing and the thing will start, the ice sickle that I created will start to glow kind of from within and it explodes. <gasps> oh, it's freaking oh. cool. Like the needler from, from Halo. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to take nine points of piercing damage and ten points of cold damage. Okay. So, yeah. It's dead. Total. Is it dead? Nope. Oh, okay. Guy's not even close. Is it worried about dying? <laughs> Aren't we all? Like, you know, a little I mean, bit. Yeah, but. Listen, it's still got like six dwarves that can like, you know, <laughs> like um, little Capri Suns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> seriously, we don't know what that exactly is doing. Right. It could be healing it. It could be buffing it. We don't know. Uh, I'm going to just move kind of towards like on the, a wrap around the other side of the the little pool away from where the dwarves are got it so you're kind of like flanking bit. around onto the side yeah <clears throat> okay and that will be my turn oh shit. perfect uh next up is the creature which and, sucks uh the creature is going to uh caprice on another dwarf <sighs> How are we going to stop that? Well, we can kill him. <laughs> yeah, but if he does it on every turn, we are, we'd have to each yeah. of them do something and, and kill him. And it can him. also potentially do it to you. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. When the heck do I do my thing? And why can I know? I That's really <laughs> weird. Someone needs to wake Chris up, like wake him up inside. You're the one who just told me you have the rules up. <laughs> say that I, just, I know i'm just seeing i mean damn it, jordan did uh <laughs> yeah it doesn't say you do it on your turn when does it say i have do a, it we've done like a whole round though 
We don't, we don't know. You do it at the end when it dies. Maybe it does it, or maybe you get to do it when it tries to do it to you. I don't know, maybe. Okay. Uh, and then for its second action, it uh, is going to... has two actions. Whip its tail around and try and hit Esme. It whips its tail. But it does have disadvantage. Yeah, because it's blind, so it can't see. But it is big, and it's not hard to spin in a circle. 14? 14 hits. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And Those tentacles hurt, too. So that's six points of damage. Oh, cool. Okay. You're, you're good. You got hit with a really bad one. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't like you. And then next up is the dwarves. So the dwarves are going to finally make it to the edge, now trailing two uh, squeezed out Capri Sun suits of armor. And... Uh, they collectively are going to try and attack Esme as well. How many of them are there? Six. Oh my god. Wait, there's six left? Correct. Yeah. Esme and the six dwarves? There were eight of them. And he Capri sunned two of them. That's a ten, which I'm guessing doesn't hit. That's not hit. Okay. Thank goodness. So nice. because they're all tied together, it's really hard for them to hit. Good. Uh, and then next up is Cal. Alright, so... Oh wait, actually... Oh. I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Ah, oh, son of a god! Because it's my turn, huh? Yeah. Because I'm frantically I was waiting for your turn. <laughs> I'm frantically reading the rules of enslavement. <laughs> First off, slavery is immoral, so jot that down. You already found out this thing was evil, so... Doesn't care about slavery. Hey, it might be evil, but maybe it still has, like, limits. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Guess not. Uh, anyways, join us next week for the th- or in two weeks for the thrilling conclusion of this battle. Of Maybe Chris's the conclusion of our lives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or when Chris gets turned into a Capri. Chris is gonna get soul slurped by a freaking quadrupus. <laughs> soul slurped. Soul slurped by a quadrupus. Yeah, sounds like the name of like a romance novel. I would say it sounds like the next Panic at the Disco. <laughs> What kind of romance novels do you read? That is good the, ones. That is a freaking <laughs> I mean, erotic novel. I mean, yeah, haven't you seen those like yeah. funny erotic novels so like Ice this, Planet Barbarians? So I can't say that I have. That had like you like turn like a secret corner and there's just. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Bad Venture Club. Special thanks go out to Eric Lowe for our theme song. You can find him on Instagram and Spotify or through our link tree. Another huge thanks to Jordan Stewart for our art design. You can find him at jstewillustration.com on Instagram or again through our link tree. Make sure to check out Cade's other podcast, No Bummers, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as Skylar's other podcast, Culture Couch. Cade Larson is our DM and editor. Sadie Melton plays Esmerod. Jordan Stewart plays Christoph Bronzefoot. John Lewis plays Cal Riggerhane. And Skylar Goforth plays Alistair Highwind. Join us back here in two weeks for the next exciting installment, and until then, stay frosty, get paid.